0: praise God. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid. Just make sure you, you, you comply with all the, um, all the hygiene requirements. You, you wash your hand regularly. You use um, your sanitizer. You, you know Just be vigilant. Just be vigilant and be careful um, because we do have a word of promise and God will keep us. But you also need to do your part. You cannot afford to be careless. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Today I want to talk to us about the voice of destiny. So we are looking at the voice of destiny. And if you have been following um, the teaching of the general overseer since the beginning of the year, he has been concentrating on let there be light so this morning i want to look at the voice of destiny traveling at the speed of light now we read acts chapter 27 this morning acts um, 27 from 13 to 25 and we see paul in a ship if you have to, if you, when you get home i want you to read that entire chapter because it will tell you the story of uh, how, how this all came about. Um, and when Paul was embarking on that journey, the Lord had said to Paul that he would go to Rome and be a witness in Rome. So Paul already knew that he had a destination that was assigned by God, and that destination was Rome. However, in the course of the journey on the ship, a terrible storm arose, and we read what happened on that storm. Ordinarily, Paul should have been afraid. Paul should have been troubled. But, Paul was calm. Paul was calm because before this trip started, he had been told by God that he had to go to Rome on an assignment for God. And so he was able to say to all the people that were in the ship with him that it's going to be all right. I have an assurance from God that not a single one of us will be lost because God also had to send him an angel and say, Paul, don't worry. Everything is going to be all right. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell them everything is going to be all right. The word of God says that in Matthew 5, 14 to 16, it says, you are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid." Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light so shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Now, one of the good deeds that will glorify our Father in heaven is that in a season like this, we are calm. We are encouraging And we are reassuring. We don't key into panic. We don't allow the people that are around us to go into a state of panic. We speak faith-inspired words to them that will calm them and reassure them and let them know that it is okay. Your light will so shine that they will see your good deeds. And glorify your father who is in heaven. The voice of destiny is, it may be quiet, but it is clear and it is insistent. It calls for sacrifice, it calls for obedience, it calls for humility. The voice of destiny is time sensitive and time specific. God knows what he is doing. God has a plan for all of us. And his plan for us is good and not of evil. If you turn your Bible to Job, many of you know the story of Job. Job was, he went through difficult times. He lost everything he had. And then he began to query God. And this went on and on. His friends queried God. His friends queried him. But then when we get to Job 38, God begins to talk. In Job 38, verse 4, the Lord said, Job, where were you when I created the earth? Let me ask you. Put your name there. Where where I just said Job. For me, where were you? Put your name there. Go ahead. Where 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 were you when I created the earth? In essence, where were you when I created you? Tell me, since you know so much, who decides on the si- On its size? Certainly you'll know how that is. Who came up with the blueprints and measurements? I'm reading from the message translation now. How was its foundation poured? Who set the cornerstone? While the morning stars sang in chorus and all the angels shouted praise? And who took charge of the ocean when it gushed forth like a baby from the womb? And God said, that was me. He is God. All by himself. He knows exactly what he's doing. Now he did not create coronavirus. That's not from God. We know where that comes from. Because every good thing and every perfect thing comes from God, from the Father of lights. Not sicknesses, not diseases. They do not come from God. But when trouble comes like this, like it came to Job, and like it's come to our generation, we need to understand that God has our back. And it's all a sideshow. Are you listening? It's all a sideshow to distract us from what we are supposed to be doing. We will not be distracted. Because we know who our God is. He has already said to us, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say with confidence and with boldness, The Lord is my refuge and my trust. My trust will be in Him. I thank God for the hymn we sang this morning. I will not fear the terror of the night. I will not be afraid of the arrow that flies by day. I will not be afraid of the pestilence that stalks in darkness. I will not be afraid of the destruction that wastes at noonday. Because none of them will come near me. A thousand may fall by my side. Ten thousand at my right hand. It's not coming near me. It's not coming near you either. It's not coming near our family. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The voice of destiny tells us clearly where God wants us to be. And until we reach our destination, there's nothing that can take us out. When we walk in humility and we walk in obedience. Our destiny is in God. Now, when we talk about destiny, people are thinking, oh, the destiny is so that I will be very, very rich. I will be very, very famous. I will be, well, it's all part of the destiny. It's all part of the things that will get you to your destiny. However, the destiny is of God and it is about God's kingdom. Destiny equals purpose and equals assignment. Amen. Destiny is about purpose and it is about your God-given assignments. Every time God gives you an assignment, He will preserve you. Assignment preserves, and obedience to God triggers God's impenetrable defense system and grants you access to God's treasury. <laughs> when i was when i um, when i was in nigeria this time around because i went for the solemn assembly which is once a year which precedes the special holy ghost service the solemn assembly is for the leaders of the church the pastors the ministers it's for you know those who have spiritual oversight over us the G.O. said he said my father told me that the president of China will become a Christian and he will also be a member of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Well, now, for those of you who don't know him, when he says things like that, they sound far fetched. But I have been in this church for 30 years. And I have heard some of the most incredulous things said by Chio, And somehow down the years, I have seen them come to pass. So, because from experience I've listened and I've heard his prophecies come to pass, um, sometimes when he says these things and other people are saying, hmm, they have come again. I say, ah. This man is saying something. So I said, to him, I said in my heart, if God is going to use the church to take over China, then God is going to use me to take over America. Amen. When I heard him say that, that's what I said to myself. Because I have learned from experience, not to take what he says lightly. But more than that, When he said that, I realized that, huh, this man is not dying anytime soon. You know why? Because he has an assignment. Every time God gives you an assignment, your life is preserved. He gave Paul an assignment to go to Rome. He said, you have to go to Rome and preach the gospel in Rome. Therefore, there was no storm. There was, you remember that the ship was also shipwrecked. It wasn't just the storm. There was a shipwreck. The storm did not kill them. The shipwreck did not kill him. When he finally got on the island and they thought they were safe, a serpent built pit him. Now, if a snake, this was a very poisonous snake. And they were waiting for him to swell up and die. He never died. Why? Because he had an assignment. If you are afraid of if you are afraid of dying, you better begin to pray. Father, give me an assignment. Father, give me an assignment. The way to make sure that you live and you don't die is to receive an assignment from God. If God gives you an assignment, there's nothing that can take you out before the completion of that assignment. When God said that the redeemed church was going to be in every nation of the world, we all laughed. I was in this church 30 years ago when we were worshiping in, when the first model church that now was one of the churches that took the gospel all over the world in fulfillment of prophecy. We were in a small ranch home. That was where this church, not the redeemed church, but the, the model church where we started speaking, which was the first English speaking church of the redeemed Christian church of God. Therefore, they called us the model church. We were in a small ranch home. And now I go to camp. When I first went to camp a few years ago, it was maybe two, three, four streets. Today is a city with a college, with high schools, with banks with its own sewage processing system, its own electricity system, its own with a, with um, a, a clinic with it is a city God preserved his life to see the church go to all these nations. God said I will give you a city not just a house. That has been fulfilled. So, when he now says that God tells me that the president of China will be born again, I know that until that is done. So, I want to live long. So, I've been asking God for an assignment. Amen? Amen? Assignment preserves life. Ask God for an assignment today. Our destiny is in God. It is a kingdom destiny. It's a destiny of purpose and a destiny of assignments. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. When you walk uprightly and you are walking in his assignments, God will preserve you. In every generation, there is an act of preservation. In our generation, we are. Amen? I thought you would be excited. I said in every generation, there is an act of preservation. And in this generation, we are that ark because we are on kingdom assignment. We are the people of God. We are the citizens of heaven. We are under the government of God. We are prepared. We are preserved by God. If you are a citizen of heaven, I want you to know that God has a health care system. It is called he that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The pestilence that wastes by day, the destruction will not come near you. That is God's health system. There is a virus-killing property in God's health care system that preserves you from things, plagues that waste other people. That system is triggered for every child of God. There are security details assigned to you. You remember we read in the same Psalm 91, he says, he will give his angels charge over you. Those are your secret service agents. They watch over you. The way they watch over President Trump. And they are now going to watch over Biden. And watch over who are the And Sanders and all the other Uh, presidential candidates, whatever. They are assigned to watch over you and to watch over your family. Where you are a citizen of heaven. We are the ark of preservation. In every generation, there's an ark of preservation. When Israel was suffering in Egypt, God sent them Moses. Moses was the ark that God used to rescue his people. When the flood came in Genesis, Noah was that ark of preservation. God used him to build an ark that took out the righteous. And they did not perish with the wicked. When the children of Israel were suffering in the land of Shushan, Esther was that ark that God planted in in the palace to rescue God's people from the destruction that was about to come. What is going around now is not just about us being rescued, but it is about us being the ones that God will use to rescue other people. And you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared. Because, as we've been saying for some time, church is supernatural. And the supernatural property of the church needs to now go out into our everyday life. Because as people begin to panic around us, we need to be able to declare the peace of God to them. We need to be able to tell them that we know a place where you can be safe. And if perchance we come across anyone who is sick, we need to be ready to declare the healing power of God upon such people because He says, these signs shall follow us that believe we will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. You have to be prepared to speak the word of healing to people and watch them recover the voice of destiny is speaking loudly in our generation saying to us that we have an assignment and god is depending on us there's a question we are probably all asking why this why this coronavirus at this time why now why? Why is it, when, when the economy has been booming, why is it now that this is, when all of us have built back our portfolios? I said to the Lord, I said, ah, Lord, the last time the, the, the market crashed, I cashed out everything that we had. I said, this thing again is already, I said, Lord, should we go and cash out everything we have again? And I said, okay, maybe we should not make the same mistake we made the last time are you asking why now are you asking why me the question why is answered by the fact that it is our time to shine our calm confidence will bring strength and hope to those who are around us why this why is this happening now have been telling us for a few months that everything in life starts from a seed. The question is, what seed has led to this harvest of, of corona, of destruction, of plague? Why? Because it is a harvest. It's a harvest of destruction. What seed was planted that is bringing this? Galatians 6, 7 to 9 says... Be careful how you sow, because whatsoever a man sows, he will also reap. We want to eat what we like. We want to eat how we like. We want. We can't control our ap- appetite. Well, some of it is. What well, we are, they are telling us that this started from exotic uh, food in exotic markets. So, the fact that you have plenty of money, be careful what you eat. <laughs> Don't go looking for exotic whatever. Why now? Why now? The Bible says in Romans 8, 19, when the fullness of time came, (laughs) there is a fullness of time for everything. There is an African proverb that says that every day is for the thief, but one day is for the owner. We have to be careful when we are doing things and getting away with it. Because every day is for the thief. But one day is for the owner. Every day is for the sinner. But one day is for judgment. Why now? The fullness of time has come. We cannot do what we like, how we like. We have to be obedient to God in all things. We have to be led by the spirit of God. We have to listen to God. We will have to be humble. Why now? For those who are righteous, for those who belong to God, for those who are humble, for those who are obedient, the annexed expectation of creation has eagerly been waiting for this moment to reveal the sons of God. God wants his children to shine now. The whole creation has been waiting. So why now? Because it is the time for the church of God, for the children of God, to shine. When it is darkest, light is more pronounced. Why me? Because you have been prepared for such a time as this. You were intentionally designed. You were intentionally fashioned. You were specifically purposed for this time, for this season, and for this purpose. And who knows if perhaps you have come for such a time as this. We will not fail God. What should we do? What should we do in this season of fear and panic? What should we do? The what question is answered when we submit to God. It is time to shine. So what do we do? We want to exude confidence and calm. It's time to dig in the word and begin to pray and intercede for others. Everywhere you go, you need to begin to carry God's presence. Carry God's presence. Don't key into fear and panic. In our families, we need to carry God's presence. In our offices, in our businesses, when we walk in there, they need to sense God's presence in in you. Hello? If you all look so worried, if you all look so fearful, I'm concerned. What will happen to the other people who don't know Jesus? Jesus? When they see you step into the office, they should be saying, oh, thank God. Fumi has come to work today. I'm going to be all right. Amen? Amen. You have to carry God's presence. How? I remember one day, many years ago, I was driving from home. In Plymouth meeting, I was working in Center City. From home to work that day, I was just praising God. I was just having a wonderful time of worship in my car. I myself knew the presence of God was with me. From home till I reached work. The minute I entered, I stepped into my office, one of my workmates looked at me and said, Huh? What happened to you? I said, What happened? What do you mean? He said, your face is all aglow. He said, like you won the lottery. (laughs) I said, I didn't win lottery. I've been having a time with the Lord. You can carry God's presence. You can carry God's presence. There was another day I was working and my supervisor came into into my office and There was a few things he talked. We talked about work. And then I don't know what I said to him about the Lord. The power of God came on him. He staggered. I didn't touch him. He said, I sensed the presence of God when I came into this office. Are you listening to me? The first one I told you, I wasn't, I wasn't pastor then. You don't have to be pastor. You can be pastor and not carry God's presence. Many pastors don't carry anything. There are people who are not, who who don't hold any title in church who, who carry God's overwhelming presence. When you enter into your, in, 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 into your family, when you go to visit your family members, when you go to visit your friends, you should be carrying a presence with you. Are you listening to me? We are citizens of heaven. We are different. When you step into any situation, The answer of God must flow through you to meet that need. That man did not know how he walked out of my office, whether he walked out with his back or his front or his head. Because the presence of God was so great. God is no respecter of anybody. You are God's ark. He says, I'm knocking. As many as he said, I will come into them. I will eat and drink with them. When God is inside of you, when Jesus is inside of you, you are carrying his presence. There's no way people will begin to bump into you, and they will be, they will, it will be as if electric currents are passing into them through you. We are in that season now. Because the presence of God will be inside of you. Church is supernatural. Don't look at your situation and circumstances. Don't look at how inadequate you are. Don't look at what is not working in your life. Look at what God says. He says, I will be in them. I will walk in them. I will walk through them. You will be my people, I will be your God. The time has come for the manifestation of the children of God. The voice of destiny is speaking now. And the power of God is going to move in us like the speed of light. The speed of light will travel round this earth, the earth, three times in one. times in. (laughs) I said what? So what sickness can stand that? Hey. What problem can stand that? (laughs) If if God's power is released into our life at the speed of light. Ha. My faith rose like that. I'm like, okay, God, nothing can stop me anymore. No problem can stand in my way anymore. There's no mountain that I cannot climb anymore. It's the power that is working in me. It's the power that will go around this world three times. 7.5 times round the earth. In one second. What kind of power is that? And it says you are the light of the world. The word is already working in you. We hope you were blessed by this message. For more messages and information about the church, please visit us at www.rccglivingspring.org.